This is the Temple of Geek Microcast. You are listening to the Temple of Geek Microcast. On this week's episode, Paul and I discuss several of the news topics that occurred this week. So, Paul, the very first topic I wanted to talk about is the Vanity Fair pictures that just came out about the Star Wars Episode Eight. Um, we get to see several cool things. Uh, first off, right off the bat, we got a uh, Benicio del Toro's character in costume. Finally. Um, oh, what he went by? It's like DJ or something. DJ, something? yeah. I was trying so, to think if that was code for like Darth something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm sure the entire Star Wars forums are blowing up trying to figure out what does DJ actually mean, because we all know it's short for something. Whether it's D and J short for something, whether DJ it's short for you know one name, or DJ is just an alias for you know whatever. So we all know that DJ is not just it. I'm wondering, just by the way he looks, he looks like he could possibly be a smuggler. I'm wondering if he's going to take the place of Han Solo. I don't know. Um, again, the, the, that movie seems the theme of that movie seems very, very dark-willed to to you know, and like his wardrobe suggests something of that nature. So yeah, he might be a smuggler. You know, he's no neither good nor bad. He just out there for himself but i don't know man some some about it tells me that he's a bad guy you think so may not be like a sith or you know part of the uh the knights of ren or anything like that but i i think he's more on the on the evil side of things well one of the other things that came up um this week with the besides the uh, vanity fair news was the uh plot release uh, i guess of the uh that was Kind of released in Japan or China. I'm sorry. Okay, I, I didn't. I strayed away from that. I did not want to read that. Well, it it w- didn't say anything like plot wise. What it was talking about was that this was going to be uh, a very different type of story. Like the the, the story of Episode Eight is going to blow away all of our expectations, and it's going to be it's going to have the biggest plot twist and things like that. <laughs> so famous last words because that's what they said about Episode Seven, and I think everybody knows how I felt about that. So, you know, I'm just kind of curious to see what that might actually mean. Um, but let's let's look at some of these uh, Vanity Fair p- photos. You know, we have Ray and Kylo Ren with their lightsabers ignited. And I'm telling you what, that Ray picture would be an amazing picture to have Daisy Ridley autograph. <laughs> where she's holding the lightsaber out. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got some people that's like in, and this is something we've never seen in a Star Wars movie before. But we have people dressed up in like what looks like clothes from like Earth. They're dressed up in like, I mean, that, that's how I describe it. I mean, they, they, they look like they're wearing suits and formal gowns and stuff that you would see on Earth. Um, you know, in the prequels, when they had that opera scene, they, the outfits in the opera scene were, you know, they were, you could tell that they were, uh, it was a very formal situation, but mm-hmm. it looked very alien. But these costumes just look like, like these people are at a freaking Earth formal. Um, I'm wondering what this this formal event is. Uh, then we see a picture of Luke, Kathleen Kennedy, Ryan Johnson, and, and Carrie Fisher chatting. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a this really cool picture of Luke and Leia kind of kind of uh, embracing Holding, each other. Yeah, I, I thought that was an amazing picture too. Yeah, it's a little bittersweet on that. Um, I'm then, sure that was the last time that uh, those two, or well, Mark anyway, held uh, Carrie. So I don't know. I mean, what's your what's your take on this? What, what do you think? 
What do you well, think about these pictures? It, again, I mean, if if I were to read between the lines, if you will, to me, like that, like the whole. Um, I'll just go for that specific picture. For me, seeing Mark and Carrie holding each other, let's just call it like Luke and Leia holding each other, embracing each other. Yeah, they're embracing each other because, yes, they're back together in a movie, in a Star Wars movie, and it's Luke and Leia holding each other, but I think at the same time, it's more like one of them's about to go. Do you think there's a reunion in this movie between the two? Well, I mean, remember the 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 uh, the scroller did suggest or did say that Leia was on a hunt to search, for, you know, still searching for Luke. Mm-hmm. So I would think so. I mean, if they still want to, you know, continue down that path, I, I would hope so because uh, you know I, I mentioned this in another episode or another podcast is that I really think Disney royally effed up by not allowing the original cast to interact with each other one last time. If I, if, if I had any complaints about The Force Awakened, that would be my complaint, that we didn't get to see the original three interact one final time. We saw Luke and Han, or I'm sorry, Leia and Han, but we didn't get to see Luke interact with anybody. And if he doesn't get to interact with Carrie Fisher in this film, I mean, it was just a wasted opportunity. No, I, I, I think there's... And, you know, it may just be... <clears throat> it may be a, a, you know, a scene like, you know, from the pages of Heat where it's just one scene but the scene is just so impacted impacting to the audience that that's all that they're going to need mm-hmm. i mean if you if you know what i'm talking about from heat so transitioning over to another trailer um we had the spider-man the final trailer for spider-man come out this week um yep there was actually two versions of it it was the american trailer three and then we had the international trailer uh both start off very similar where, you know, Spider-Man puts on his costume and the costume starts talking to him. What are your thoughts on that just initially right off the bat? Well, it does scream Stark. I mean, that's I guess that's kind of a cool addition to, to see and it just to show that, yeah, not only did Stark design the suit, but a part of him is in that suit, you know, so it's kind of like the, the Jarvis thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't know. That's cool. I'm, I'm not against it. I, I, I think it's a cool addition. Uh, I liked I liked the trailer right off the bat. I mean, he's he's on the phone. And he's talking about like how he stopped a, a a bike heist, and I mean, throughout this whole trailer, you see Spider Man from the comic books with with the uh, the uh, practical jokes and just just him. I mean, it's just I, I don't know. I don't I'm, know, man. I mean, I I you know what? Yeah, I, I agree. But I got that from the Garfield Spider Man because that's what a lot of fans wanted. They were like, oh, well, the M- McGuire Spider Man wasn't wasn't. Uh, wasn't smart ass enough, and so we get the smart ass with um, uh, Garfield, but then nobody liked it because it was too edgy, it was too trendy type of geek, you know. Like so, his Peter Parker wasn't all that, and then we get Holland Spider Man, which is I don't know, I don't I don't, don't want to say he's like, I don't want to say he's taking a page out of Garfield Spider Man, but I don't know, I'll, I'll give him a chance. And I agree with you. Garfield was, you know, an asshole. I liked Garfield. He was a Spider-Man. He was a smart, a smart ass. But I think this Spider-Man really embodies the whole Peter Parker as, a, especially as a young kid. I um, yeah. Well, I don't know about doing that. I think that was a wrong move. But whatever. But one thing, you know, going back to the suit is like I'm glad that you know with the addition of the um, uh, the. Uh, Oh man, I don't know what you would call them—the uh, animated eyes, I guess. You know, so he can oh my god and open his eyes up real wide and you know squint them really low. 
but you know going that you so you can tell the suit is tech the other cool thing is the is the webbing uh so you can glide mm-hmm. i think that's very cool and it's and it and it makes sense that hey how would how would he have that other than the fact that you know it does kind of take away from the fact that here's this kid he designs all these web shooters and stuff like that it kind of takes away from the fact that he didn't design his suit but i don't know i guess we're going to you know, with the last trailer, they kind of revealed, I think, a lot, you know, because he said he wasn't good enough to have the suit. So Stark takes it back and it goes back into his suit that we kind of saw a glimpse of in uh, Civil War. One thing I appreciate that, you know, Marvel did do with this character is they did allow him to they did show that he is smart enough to create his own web shooters. So he did design his own web shooters. Right. His costume wasn't, you know, the Spider-Man costume. It was that generic sweatshirt and <clears throat> ski mask, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm I'm okay with with Stark creating the the actual costume, um, but I do appreciate the fact that they allowed the fact that Stark probably sees that this kid is intelligent because of the whole web shooter thing. Um, he created his own fluid. I mean, he said that in Civil War. Uh, real quickly, um, I, I love the part at the end when he's all talking about you know there's there's a lot of subsectors and da 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 the suit can do, but it's all being protected by the training wheels protocol. I mean, that yeah. just screams Stark. Yeah. Um. Uh, another part, I don't know how which trailers you saw, but there was another trailer that came out. It was on, um, I want to say it was either Facebook or Instagram, where it shows he's vlogging. Spider-Man's vlogging during the Civil War, and he's like, oh, my God, there's Captain America. There's Iron Man. There's, there's oh, yeah, man, who's who's I, that new I, guy? And he goes. I saw that. And you hear uh, Tony Stark go, underoos, and he's like, that's my cue. And he jumps out there, and you see him still in the shield from afar. I thought that was great. Uh, that, that was actually, uh, that was a cool rendition of that. Um Another thing to to note for me was that I'm, I'm glad we saw a little bit more of the Vulture uh, in in this trailer, uh, a little bit more of Michael Keaton. I like Michael Keaton when he plays a sinister guy, and I think I mentioned this before on a, on a different podcast when uh, it was brought out that he was cast as Vulture. Um, and I said, have you guys ever seen Pacific Heights and Desperate Measures? I mean, he can play. This guy is a true character actor. I mean, he can really get inside the role. So I'm glad we actually got to see other than that one line where it was, he was like in the back of a car or in the front of a car saying like, don't mess with me kind of thing. So yeah. I, I liked seeing Keaton in this. And I think he's going to I think he's going to be the perfect adversary. So let me let me get your opinion. I, I kind of already have an idea what you're going to say, but this movie comes out in July. Do you think you're going to love it or hate it? Oh, dude, I told you, man. I, you know what? If nobody knows, yes, I'm a big Batman fan, but well, I the, relate. I, not, not, to, I'm not going to talk about the Batman fan. I know you're a huge fan of Andrew Garfield. So do you think that this movie will probably bl- do the Spider-Man character justice and make you like this character finally? Or I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna like the movie regardless. And the reason why is because it's Spider-Man. The only thing that I, I, I said to begin with, the only thing that I've ever been a an opponent of was the fact that they made him a kid again i don't like that but overall that aside i think yeah i'm gonna enjoy the movie i love spider-man well transitioning over to another bit of spider-man news we have uh, a casting for a movie that just came or that's i guess was been in the works since since uh garfield is the venom movie they finally announced who's gonna be playing venom <laughs> that is so funny so bane <laughs> hey, Batman. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hardy is going to be joining the Marvel Universe as Venom. I think this casting is amazing. I, I really like Tom Hardy. Um, I don't think he really got the shine in, in uh, The Dark Knight Rises. 
What? Yeah, I, I, I don't think that, I don't think I did not like the character of Bane. I, I don't. I think they could have done that character way different. They could have portrayed him differently and gave Tom Hardy an actual purpose in that movie. I think this movie Venom will give, will let fans see how awesome Tom Hardy is as a villain. Okay, so the the thing is, is that they're saying that they want it to be R rated, so they're going along the lines of Logan and Deadpool. Okay. Okay. So do you? Th- I don't know how to. I don't know how to suggest this. Do you think that we're going to get? Some kind of snippet in uh, either um, what's this coming out? Spider-Man or possibly like I don't know Black Panther or something. Well, let me ask you this question first before I answer that one: Is this Venom movie going to take place in the Marvel universe, or is this going to be part of Sony's old Spider-Man universe? What do you mean, like the McGuire? No, or the, the uh, Garfield, the Garfield universe? Because remember well, this then- movie. Because remember, okay. this movie was announced back in the Garfield days, right? But do you do you think they would? Re- I don't know, man. That seems to be the. You know what? That you you could be right because that seems to be the the theme in a lot of these franchises that seem to be wanting to retcon something within a movie. Um, Fast and Furious, Alien. Um, so if that's true, I don't I don't see why they would want to do that. But then again, I I don't know. So, I um, wouldn't like I wouldn't like to see that because you know you know me I just I, I like continuity I'd rather see continuity yeah and I, I mean I do too I want I want it, if we're gonna be introducing Venom I want to see it in the Marvel universe and I want to see this character take on the current Spider-Man correct um but you know part of me is also thinking is this really gonna be because it sounds like Sony wants to do their own Spider-Man universe okay so well if that's the case do, would you want to see Garfield back? I wouldn't mind seeing Garfield back, but th- I think that will confuse the audiences. Why are there two Spider-Men? Okay, see, and that goes back to <laughs> see. I don't think I don't think that you know what, Daniel. I don't think that's going to work, and and the reason why is because again, not, not to segue into a different universe, but when the Dark Knight movies were taken off and they were getting ready to make a Justice League movie, and they canceled that like re- literally on day one of shooting, because I think some exec got it in their head like. Yeah, we're going to confuse people. We're going to have two because su- Superman Returns had just came out. I think the Dark Knight was getting ready to come out. We're going to we're going to have two Superman, two Batman. You know, nobody's going to know who's what. Are they within the same universe kind of thing? So, I don't think Sony would be that dumb <laughs> to do that. But I don't know. You know, they're 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 trying to keep their Spider-Man rights. Um, you know, there was actually some rumblings. I, I I was watching the No on YouTube, and they were talking about how there might be some rumblings that Sony might be getting ready to break their partnership with Marvel. I don't think so because it looks like this version of Spider-Man and him being in the Marvel universe. Because you know they they got a portion of licensing fees basically for using Spider-Man in Civil War. Right, right. They're making hella bank, and I think they would be stupid to pull out now. So I'm 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 hoping. This version of Venom will be in the movie. Now, I, I I'm excited. I, w- I want to see this movie. I hope they do the character Venom justice because the last time we saw Venom wasn't done so well. Uh, just I don't know. I, I I liked well that was Abby Arad. I mean that was that was the big problem with that movie. Uh, they wanted a carbon copy from the cartoon and it just did not work. Um, I think the the design of the suit was okay. Um, I just don't like his voice in the, in that Spider-Man three movie. 
But I mean, overall, I think I think that Venom for that movie was was done okay. Just the way it was portrayed. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. They 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 crammed in that movie in particular. They crammed way too many. Yeah, villains. there was no backstory with the symbiote. It was just like a pile of shit just dropped on Earth, and it just you know what I'm saying, and then it just and it just attached itself to you know uh, living organisms. So they're looking at releasing this movie next year, I think, 2018. Yeah. So yeah, they're trying to they're trying to fast track this thing. I mean, so they want this thing out. What what are you, what are your what are your final thoughts on this? Do you think this is going to be do you think this is going to be the movie that Sony needs to hold on to the Spider-Man license or do you think this is going to fail their their Spider-Man universe and basically no, they're just going to stick with Spider-Man? It's, it's not going to fail and I'm going to tell you why it's not going to fail because the thing that a lot of Spider-Man fans want they wanted was a Venom and or you know a Venom character. They got it in Spider-Man 3, it wasn't all that like some people didn't like it. So a lot of people have been itching for Venom, Venom, Venom. So wh- who is Venom's partner in crime is Carnage. Mm-hmm. So I think when we get the Venom movie, we're going to get some kind of a tease of Carnage, and that's going to boost this movie. I'm telling you, dude, that's exactly what's going to happen. And Tom Hardy, and I agree with you, I love Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy coming over to play another character to a very formidable opponent, I think was a very smart move, both on Hardy and Sony's part. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited, and I, I don't think it's going to fail. All right. Well, with that, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Temple of Geek Microcast. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at info at templeofgeek.com. Also, why don't you head over to iTunes and Stitcher and rate our show? Those ratings really help us out, boosts us up, and helps us easier to get found. Until next time, I'm Daniel. That's Paul. Paul. And we're out.